I'm Ashley. I'm Lauren, and this is Whispers in the Basement. Sorry, I had to steal the mic. <laughs> I was like, why are you pulling it so close to me? Because otherwise I would have been like within breathing that distance of you. And I, I, and I feel like breath. you would have been like, what the not fuck? that my breath smells, because it doesn't. It smells sweet right now, because... We are drinking hot matcha lattes right now. Matcha, matcha. These things are addictive, are they not? Dude, they are. I mm-hmm. need to figure out how to make it myself, because it's never gonna, a pop. It's never going to taste like this. Fair warning. It's never going to taste like that. Okay. I have tried. That's so annoying. Though. It is. Like, so Walmart sells matcha. I'll show you when we're done. Uh-huh. Walmart sells matcha, and it's not bad, but it's not this. Okay, but what milk were you using when you whole made whole milk? Okay, I have, that's what I have at home. I too. have literally tried to replicate this. <sighs> Cannot get it. Dang it! I know. Okay, yeah. I. But matcha is not supposed to taste as sweet as this does. No, but this is like the American matcha. I know. And it's so well, good. Well, that's why it's like so hard to replicate because normal matcha does not taste like this. No. Mm-mm. I've watched a bunch of videos on TikTok even because I'm like, how do people make a great matcha latte? Granted, I don't know what theirs taste like, but. Yeah, I've tried for a long time because I like got super addicted to these in 2020. Yeah, I could get one a day, like one a day. Oh, yeah. This could be my breakfast every morning, honestly. Yep. Yeah. It's so fattening though. It is. It's okay. Well, to be fair, if you think about it, it's actually protein because milk has a lot of protein in it. Yeah. Weight Watchers says otherwise. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that anymore. I have to keep a food journal. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't been doing the greatest, so I'm just going to lie. Okay, that's fine. I'm just going to go back and say, hey, yep, ate okay. seven peanut M&Ms <laughs> that day. Hopefully our doctor doesn't listen to this. <laughs> peanut M&Ms are my... Those like, are your kryptonite? Uh, I can't even keep any candy in my house. Girl, so yesterday... Um, it was it, it was butt fucking Egypt cold here. Yeah, like I don't know why I added Egypt in there, but it was fucking cold. Yeah, and I took a bath mm-hmm. and then put a brand new set of PJs on and just like lounged in PJs all day. Yep. And so Aaron got off work and was like, "Do you need anything?" And I said, "Yeah, we need we need creamer. We were out of creamer." And he's like, "Okay, what else do you need?" And I was like, "Uh, Waterloo." okay what else i was like i'll just send you a list so then pretty soon my list is like oreos peanut m&ms all this shit shit food yeah naturally and i was like can you tell that i'm hungry he legit came home with like family size that does not surprise me at all i said how much did this cost and he's like how much did it cost you or how much did it cost in general i was like how much did it cost in general 162 dollars Oh my god! Yeah, and he was like, "It cost you sixty two because he had a gift $100, card." Yeah, yeah. So, it but is that not crazy? Free. Yeah, that's so that's insane. Yeah, and it just like big boxes of like bagel bites and stuff for the boys because oh, yeah. yeah, so like pre growing teenage boys, yeah, yeah, they eat they eat a, a lot. lot of food. Absolutely. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so it's still cold today. It's very cold. I think this morning when I woke up, it was like negative nine degrees. But my chicken coop has been staying above zero degrees, so I'm pretty proud of that. The sun is shining, but I think we're getting more snow. I was going to say, um, I can't hear it um, right now, but yeah, see, it says my what the what the F weather it says Jack Frost, more like Jack Butt. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? 
<laughs> if this weather was an ice cream flavor, it would be orange cream and buttholes. Yeah, accurate. <laughs> uh, but anyways, back to the chicken coop thing. Um, Aaron had to go out and tarp the koi pond. Oh, I bet he did. Because the... So they will still survive. If they freeze all the way? They won't freeze all the way, but their bodies are made to get very cold. They're... He did a lot of research on this. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to geek out about this. Their bodies actually produce a type of glycol, like a sugar, uh-huh. that allows their body temperature to drop super low. So they won't, they shouldn't die. The only thing that would cause them to die is if it froze completely. Right. To which then, like a goldfish, you uh-huh. can bring them back to life after they've been frozen, but they will not live that long after that. Or if the waterfall stops churning, uh-huh. Because that's what's aerating their their water. So yeah. if the waterfall if the waterfall stops churning, and there's nothing to aerate to provide new air, they will they'll suffocate. They'll die. So he's got a heater in there. I was gonna say. Plus yeah. he tarped it mm-hmm. because was that when did it get super duper cold? That was Saturday. Yeah, I think so. Yesterday was the coldest day, but when I looked out at the pond on Saturday, even the fucking waterfall was frozen. In place, just frozen. Because it was so cold. Yeah, and I kept saying, like, well, maybe it's the wind. Like, the wind also. Oh, yeah, because it was, like, 40 miles. Hitting it. Yeah. Yeah. But the backyard's pretty sheltered from the wind. But, yeah. So he's got a tarp over it so that it... So Does stay it, tuned to see if Ashley's koi pond I hope or it, koi fish survive. Yeah, those th- we've had them a couple of years, so I hope they. But he said um, in his research that, you know, with their blood, uh, their temp- their body temperature dropping so low that they kind of go, not dormant, but in, during hibernation, you can actually pick them up out of the water and they'll just kind of lay in your hand. Oh, that's wild. I know. Okay. He was going to go buy a $1,000 greenhouse to put over it, and I was like... Negative, <laughs> negative, sir. We're not doing that just yet. Uh, I mean, you could use it after. I mean, that was his theory was you could put all your plants in there and you can grow them. And I was like, that's great. It's that trek from the back door to the greenhouse. I don't want to make that. So that's true. I don't give a shit how cold it is. I don't want to do it. <laughs> not doing it. Yeah. He could also have used that because uh, what I did for our chicken run was I got that it's like painting sheeting or whatever i got like the thickest one and it creates a greenhouse effect over their chicken run yeah yeah so it was still like 40 dollars for a bunch of plastic i was gonna say you were talking about a large koi. that's a pretty big koi bond yeah because you'd have to do the waterfall and everything yeah that's true mm-hmm. it's pretty big yeah so yeah <laughs> that's been our life absolutely so on brand with drinking matcha tea today well, I don't, well, no, it's the chai that you don't say chai tea latte. It's just a chai latte because chai means tea. Really? Yeah. I don't ever even say chai like tea a, latte. I just say I, I would like a chai. So some people say like chai tea latte and a lot of people get upset because they're like chai means tea. So you're just ordering I mean, a chai- tea tea latte. <laughs> so, so technical. I know. Lord. It I makes know. me think of that, um. That skit with uh, Kevin Hart when he's ordering from Starbucks. Have you ever seen that? I don't think so. You have got to watch it because okay. it's hilarious. He like gets nervous. He's like, it's like you're taking a test. <laughs> and then <laughs> some, that's where I got the, would you like it whipped or blended? <laughs> it's hilarious. You got to watch I'll it. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, it's great. Have you heard of the brand Yogi Tea? Yeah, I think I have some upstairs. That's the one that's got like the little saying on the... The, like, the little, little piece like, of paper. Good omen or yeah. 
positive affirmation. Like have a sunshiny day or there is balance and harmony or something like that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I've got some upstairs. Yes. So did you know that they're actually tied to a cult? No, but I love a good cult. I do too. I feel like I've done a lot of cults, but they've kind of just been the vibe lately. Yeah. There's been a lot of documentaries documentaries out about cults lately. And I don't know. It's just been like what has been. I get a lot of my inspiration from TikTok. Yeah. Also. Yeah. So then that's what helps me pick. We're a on a totally different algorithm then. Because you want to know are. what's in mine. Go ahead. What's in my algorithm right now is um, there's a murder on the dance floor. But you better not kill the crew. DJ. No. no. Gonna burn this goddamn house. It's salt burn. Oh, that's all that's, that's in all, my algorithm is salt burn. Mm, that's funny. I know. Why are you looking at me like that? Like, did you not watch the credits of that movie? No, I did. Where he was dancing naked. Yeah. Yes. There was a lot. That did was. You know, a... Did you know that he improvised a lot of those scenes? So like the grave scene, he improvised that. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. They let him have creative freedom on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. And I watched an interview where he talked about, uh, like, the mindset that he got into for the bathtub scene. So, I think, th- I think out of, because there's, like, the three scenes that everybody talks about. I know right. this is totally off topic of the yogi. But uh, <laughs> the one scene that really was, like, definitely a what the fuck moment for me was the grave scene. Like, no, the grave scene, I think, was the, I could, I could get, I could. The vampire one? The vampire scene yeah, I was sure. like, okay, that's probably happened to a lot of people at some point in their life. I Absolutely. get, like, purposely, mm-hmm. I don't know, but everybody's got their own thing, so maybe. Yeah. You do you. Uh, the bathtub scene, I, it was, it was very, like, single white female to me. Like, it, you could just tell he was obsessed with him, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I get that. Yeah, she's so desperate. Like, yeah. if you were to be, like, a female. Like, I like, want to be, I'm going to drink him up, I want to be This is him. the next best thing. That made sense to me, but then when we got to the grave scene, I was just like, okay. It was, like, we're committed. He's going for it. It was not good. Yeah. Shocked. Oh, and then at the very end, I legit thought he was going to. With the mom? Yeah. I definitely. I kept sitting there like. Like was crawling over her. Well, yeah. Well, and you just got done watching the grave scene not too long before that. And so I was like, okay, I guess I know where this this whole movie's going. Uh, Go ahead and show me. Um, But that week was like a very awkward week for me and watching things because i watched that uh-huh and then i was also watching euphoria yeah which is like wiener central dude poor aaron was <laughs> like why are you watching all of these movies with just like random men's crotches everywhere and i'm like i was told they're good i don't know i'm just doing i'm just being a follower right now i'm not being a leader <laughs> Yeah, because so, Peyton and I really do, like, we'll find stuff and we're like, okay, actually, you have to watch this. Yeah, which, coming from you, I was like, okay, I, th- this is totally, but knowing Peyton watched it, I was like, how did, I think that I so made crazy. Peyton watch Euphoria. Okay, and we made her watch Saltburn. I don't know if she still has. But I don't know if she's watched Saltburn, but we I do make- know that I made Ashley Waltz watch Saltburn because we had a couple of coworkers who had seen it like two days in a row. And I was like, this movie can't be that good. Do I think that it's good? Do I think that anybody should watch it? No, not really. Wait, is that the one they went to the theater to watch? Yeah. No. 
Yeah. They paid? Yeah. And then they watched it the next day. We're talking about you, Ashley and Hannah. I, don't I would, but I watched this. it two times too. Yeah, I would never watch it twice. I did it though because like the first time I was knocking plaster off of the fireplace. Oh, yeah. So I was like preoccupied and kind of watching it as I was working. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it the second time because I hadn't paid attention. Right. And so by the time I got to the end, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I missed <laughs> so much. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, well, and I feel like a lot of the movies like that, there's another movie that I feel like is similar in the aspect that it's just so bizarre. I cannot think of it. And I thought about it the other day. But. Um, okay. So I feel like this about that. um that series you told me to watch on Netflix and Mandy has watched it and loved it. And you guys were like, it's so good when you get to the end. It's so good. It's so shocking. Oh wait, is this the one that it's like the, the newest one? Yeah. They're it. It's a UK. They're in the, gosh, uh, fool me once. Yes. Yes. So I started that one and was like, okay. Yeah. And then by episode two, I was like, I'm fucking tired. And so then I slept on the couch and I woke up in like episode four yeah. and was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. So you're like, and then by episode five or six, I was like, I fucking give up. I don't want to watch this anymore because <laughs> too much had happened. Right. Yeah. It was like one of those that you had to watch it and be fully immersed into it and have the subtitles. Oh, on. okay. So I think that the similarities, there were similarities with, um, don't worry, darling and salt burn. Like with, I you love know, don't worry, darling. I loved don't worry, darling. But like, you know how how they would like during don't worry during well don't worry darling where they had like the like it was like the flashes oh of, yeah, yeah like yeah. the ballerinas and stuff yeah I, and in the end those flashes made sense yeah you just but during yeah. the whole time i'm like what, what the is hell? the point of this yeah. i don't get yeah. it yeah but yeah no um would not recommend salt burn it was okay i and, would totally recommend salt burn Really? Yeah. yeah because there's a lot of like. And she was like, I did not love it. And I was like, I didn't. But love I either. think you have to look at it from like an artistic point of view. That is true. When you are, and we have to face the fact here, like those actors, as weird as that fucking movie was, <laughs> that's what sold it. It really was. Was its strangeness and like the artistic view behind mm-hmm. it. They are now being catapulted. Oh, absolutely. So much. Yeah. Because of that we're so ne- we're going to never stop seeing that barry guy oh no he'll isn't it his name barry yeah kenneth i don't know what his <laughs> last name is it starts with a k but yeah it does i can't think of what, how to pronounce it yeah but yeah i'd never heard of this man before until this movie yeah i guess he was in peaky blinders yeah, I, I still guess. have yet to finish peaky blinders Do you know they're making a movie about peaky blinders is Killian Murphy going to be in yeah, it? I think so. Fuck yes, he is. Then I will you know, be on the front row. You know, I was row. watching a, maybe not watching, there was an article about, like, the top, like, 15 hottest men, and it is just so funny to see how hotness of men have changed from, like, even five years ago. Yeah. It's now, we're now really honing in on the- Older? Older and, like, more feminine- Man. I have always loved a feminine looking not man. My man. Not, not well, my man. Well, like I like I like but my whole. Yeah, that's a whole nother. It's <laughs> a whole nother story. Yeah, but like Killian. It's Murphy very like across is, the. There's just a lot. Blinders, I think Killian Murphy is stunning. 
Outside of Peaky Blinders, Killian Murphy is not that attractive to me. Oh, I love him. But I think it's the period time pieces. Like, he was definitely born in the wrong generation. Mm-hmm. But I think I like him because he has such a defined face. Mm-hmm. And I love a dude with a nice-ass defined face. Yeah, like with a good jawline. Like Andy Black. Uh, no. Yes. I know you love him. It's fine. I tried to tell Aaron, I was like, he does things to me internally that I just can't even explain. And he was just like, thanks, Ashley. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, back to Yogi T. Sorry. We okay, adapted. so. <laughs> Sorry we if we really lost went you. off the rails. It was yeah. only 16 minutes of ranting, so. Back to Yogi T. All right. According to the Yogi T website, the brand subscribes to the Ayurvedic tradition, an ancient healing philosophy that promotes food as medicine. Um, the group was formed around a quote-unquote guru who has a history of sexual predation. <laughs> That's comforting. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. That's what you want to sign up for. Absolutely. Yogi Tea was started by a man named Harbhajan Singh Puri, who was born in 1929. He moved to the U.S. from New Delhi with his wife, BBG, and their three children. In 1969, Yogi Bhajan began teaching the Kundalini Yoga, a holistic practice focused on movement and concentration as a pathway to achieving altered consciousness. Shortly after coming to the U.S., Harbhajan renamed himself Yogi Bhajan. This began his rebranding era. He told everybody that he was a well-known holy man in India, when the truth was he was just a customs inspector. Okay. Yeah. Could not be more different. But I feel like in the 90s, we had another similar incident incident with another yogi master. We did. Couldn't mm-hmm. tell you who it is. Yep. yep. Deep. Nope. Well, it's not his name. I wanted to say Deep on something, but there was a Netflix yeah, there was. documentary on him. Same. Almost the exact same type of. Was, I think it was worse, though. Yeah. And as far as I know, he's still in practice today. That guy is. Yes, and I think that he still has followers, but there have been people that have spoken out about him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. From his teachings of Kundalini Yoga, a foundation called 3HO, which stands for Happy, Healthy, and Whole. Whenever I read 3HO, I automatically thought of the band 303. And so whenever I was writing the script, I was like, not to be confused with the band 303. And then I sat there and realized that I actually said not even the same thing. Happy, uh, healthy, and whole. He does realize whole is spelled with a W, right? Correct. <laughs> but I don't know why he said okay. that. Okay. Uh, Just asking for a friend. <laughs> 3HO was discovered in 1969. Not to be confused with the band, which I said that and I should not have said that. I meant to take that out. <laughs> Uh, This was a multifaceted organization that promotes its philosophy and practice, providing guides and even soundtracks for yodic meditation. Members focused on meditation, vegetarianism, and yoga. Seems harmless, right? I mean, when I look at somebody that lives that lifestyle, I do, like, I do envy them. Yeah, like, uh, Kimber. Yeah, like, they do, they just, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what like t- this little ray of sunshine. Yeah, I don't know how to even explain it. Like, there is no, 
I can't imagine a situation where, like, she gets upset about anything. Well, and it's just so fascinating that she, like, looks at food like fuel. Mm -hmm. I am the exact opposite. I attach an emotion to a a food. Absolutely. I'm like, give me all the sugar. Might as well streamline it. Absolutely. It's like heroin to me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had. It takes dedication and I, I just don't have it, I guess. Absolutely. I also think that you have to have a certain type of personality to look like. I was just going to gonna say that. The healthy lifestyle as not really, not even just food, but like the healthy lifestyle overall because she very much prioritizes movement. Like on cold days where you would never catch me out trying to go for a run. You won't catch me trying to go for a run even on the perfect day. But she will be like, oh, it's snowy and I'm going for a run. And I'm like, wow, I love that for you. Yeah. Could not be me. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe one day. I think about like if the world ends, I don't know what I'll do because I can't run from anything. (laughs) Okay, you're not wrong. So I will just lay down and be like, just do it. Just, it's fine. Just do it. That is true. I don't think anybody would have predicted Yogi Bajan's ascendancy going from teaching small groups at a Los Angeles antique store to sharing a company or to sharing company with the Dalai Lama and Indira Indira Gandhi. But this all took place in like the 60s and 70s, right? Or the 70s? Yeah, the 70s. So like I feel like the state of society at that point, I mean it was after – Vietnam. Yes. And everybody was def that was definitely a time during America's history where it was all about like peace, love and harmony. And people and were just kind of looking for something, anything yeah. to believe in, really. Um and so I feel like it happened at the right time too. Yeah, that to is help. so true. To help catapult his career. Yes. The state of New Mexico uh, Yoji, Yogi Bajong's longtime home even honored him by flying flags in front of the government buildings at half mast on his passing or following his passing in 2004. In the years following his passing, fo- former followers are speaking up about their experience with the guru. Bajong grew his following by teaching yoga to people who were looking to disconnect or to just look for peace and love. So, like what we just talked about, where people were looking for that connection or grounding yeah uh coming from somebody who overthinks everything yoga is very appealing because it allows you to just disconnect and focus on yourself and find your true grounding um in the early 70s spiritual growth was definitely in this caused gurus to grow sizable followings pretty easily yeah people really just wanted to have a deeper connection and feel a greater sense of consciousness and equanimity after his classes, he would serve his pupils a spicy, aroma, like aromatic tea that was came to known as yogi tea. All yogi teas supposedly contain five basic spices: cinnamon, ginger, cardamom, black pepper, and cloves, which supporters believed increase circulation, decrease joint stiffness, enhances digestion, while decreasing gas and nausea. Hmm. So, like, a fix-all tea, basically. Do you think it is? I mean... Is there, like, one... Is there an OG yogi flavor now? Mm, I feel like... I'd have never seen one. I've always... I always see flavors. Yeah, after I went to... Or after I wrote this up, I did go to Walmart to look. And I did not see just an OG yogi tea. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. 
But the, like, whole, you know, like, woo-woo country or crunchy community, they definitely say that all of these spices are very healing. If I were to, you know, add anything, it would be, bless you. <laughs> you really I tried to, to hide it. it. I feel like the only thing I would really add for this would be maybe turmeric. I was just going to say turmeric's not mentioned in there. No, but it would go and really well. that's an well anti-inflammatory. With, yeah, it would go really well with the black pepper. Yeah. You sneeze again? No. No, okay. I'm good. Um, in the beginning, kundalini yoga began pure, and it had lasting beneficial impacts on its followers. But in the case of Bajong, he definitely took advantage of the power. Which, I mean, I feel like in any sense of cults, I don't think that most of the people go in as... Go into them with the idea of, oh, I'm going to be this, like, all-knowing ruler. You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, maybe they think that it would be cool to lead something, but then I think once you grow your following, that I don't know. I think kind of put you put your mindset into like a godlike status. I think some people have that though. Like they just have that natural they think like, that pre- they, predator. Mm-hmm, they think they have they already have that godlike status, and that so it's very easy for them to convince and manipulate people to follow them i think a lot of like charles manson yeah that is very true that's what i think because he grew his following pretty quickly and uh-huh. they were devoted absolutely yeah once bajong started growing his following he encouraged his followers to change their birth names and sever ties with anywhere anyone outside of the 3ho community this all sounds to me like a big red flag I mean, it kind of just sounds like a abusive relationship. That's normally what happens. Because if you cut out, if you cut all ties to the outside world, you're easily, you're more easily influenced to by stay. those on the inside. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bajang began to arrange marriages between members and establish schools in India and New Mexico, which followers were encouraged to send their children to. Former members stated that the schools were breeding grounds for lice, disease, physical punishments, neglect, and terrible living conditions. Another tactic the school took on was to breed non-attachment to the students. So this meant that students were sent to houses of total strangers to live with. Naturally, this led to students who were sexually assaulted. Yep. I could see how that would happen. You're putting them in a not safe environment no and not are you knowing. actually doing background checks on who oh these probably not are? probably not no. and i can also imagine as a predator taking like seizing that opportunity oh of, yeah yeah taking advantage of those children mm-hmm. bajan forced his female staff to wear matching white dresses and turbans he also abdicated that marital rape and battery were totally acceptable <laughs> negative sir <laughs> But, you know, I do see um, domestic assault is still such a big issue. And we have that busted newspaper that shows us the bookings for people in our area. Yeah. And specifically our county. The amount of people that are arrested for domestic assault. And I just want to, like, go up to them and be like, in what world do you feel like you can hit somebody? Okay. But, but <laughs> no, it's mainly men. I oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say sometimes you just get mad. Sometimes and shit yes. happens. It's like you black out. Right. 
But also the audacity of some men. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, it is not, first off, it's not acceptable for a male or a female to Correct. hit each no. other at all. Like, you no. should be taught that is not acceptable. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes. From a female standpoint, you get really pissed off. He'll have to, I a mean, woman scorned, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it is not, domestic abuse is not acceptable. No, 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 no. I'm not, and I'm not saying that at all. I'm no. not saying that at all. Um, yeah, I'm just saying if I were a woman in that situation, oh, absolutely. I would probably punch somebody in their face. But you know, um even in is it the Muslim? No. I don't think it's the Muslim society. It's um Wow, why did I go off this tangent and I can't think of the Taliban? Oh yeah. They are all about women have no place. They're only just holes basically i mean that's kind of the way society was for a very long time yeah very long time and those women have no power and it's very Mm -hmm. it's just so crazy to think in a world where we live in a country that is all about girl power and how women deserve just as big of a space as men Mm -hmm. and there are still countries that are not like that yeah i think a lot of that also ties back to their religion absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Bajan claimed to be celibate and monogamous to his only wife. Pamela Dyson, who was his former secretary, came out with a tell-all book in 2019 in which she claimed she was forced into a sexual relationship with Bajan. So she came out with this book after he passed? Yes. Okay. Well, we can't do that because... No, I'm just... At, like I'm trying to get the time frame right in my mm-hmm. head. Like, okay. Yeah, he had already passed. In 2004? Yeah. Okay. So, like, 15 years later. Mm-hmm. When um, Pamela became pregnant with Bajong's baby, Pamela's not his wife. Right. She's the secretary. Yes. Mm-hmm. He forced her to have an abortion. After the publication of the book, many former members of the group came forward to tell their own story of abuse at the hands of Bajong. Eventually, the list of abuses was documented in... In a report known as an olive branch, which found that it was more likely than not that Yogi Bajong had raped at least three women, engaged in non-consensual touchings of nine people, showed porn, uh, like porn to minors, used sexually offensive language, and there are other actions that are just too egregious to be talked about. This leads me to believe that Bajong's claims to be celibate were inaccurate. Former followers stated that he employed a variety of methods to control his students, including compartmentalization, quid pro quo, promises, threats, slander, phone calls with threats, guarding, and or telling women that they were his wife. Several former members of the Yoji Bajang clan claimed that they were attempting to leave the group. Um... But upon them trying to leave, they were threatened with violence. There is an unsolved murder of a member that is still under investigation and also multiple suicides. Mm, that's not good. No. But I imagine that in any instances mm-hmm. um, of cults or where you're made to feel like you can't, suicide does feel like an only option. Right. Bajong definitely had a champagne taste. He loved a lavish luxury goods and was a collector of jewelry and expensive cars that doesn't really sound like somebody who practices a humble lifestyle 
speak for yourself. I'm just kidding. You know, but like when you think of somebody that's a uh, like a yogi leader. Oh, yeah. They talk about how having too many things is never good. And right, right, to right. just, mm-hmm. you know, only take what you can. That actually Ta- definitely right. paints a different picture. Absolutely. To know that like you're on top and you're just yeah. reaping the. Yeah. The success. Yeah. Bajong became a mogul who capitalized on his foundation 3HO and began multiple enterprises. He encouraged members to support themselves by establishing businesses where they employed only members of his dharma. Among these businesses were the Golden Temple Conscious Cookery restaurants, which served and eventually began to package and sell Yogi Tea. Sales exceeded $59 million in 2002. Now that many people are coming out with allegations of the harm that Bajan created, people are trying to have his name removed from textbooks that kundalini yoga practitioners use. Placards with his quotations from Studio Walls in Yoga West in New Mexico are also being taken down. Kundalini yoga has definitely left a positive impact on people's lives outside of Bajang. Bajang did not create kundalini yoga, but he definitely helped grow the popularization of it. It's hard to separate your feelings because a human took good things and left it with a bad reputation. Yogi Tea is also a very popular tea brand that honestly offers really delicious hot tea varieties that I think tea right now, we're definitely in a movement of healing yourself more holistically. And I know that a lot of the tea varieties that Yogi offers can help aid in healing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just remembered one in my head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so after hearing this... I'm still drinking it. I also would probably still drink Yogi Tea. Yeah. I'm because at this it. point, it's probably been greenwashed. The, the company probably has. So it's probably owned by, like, Nestle or something now. Oh, that's a very valid point. Yeah. I bet you can look at, the, at a box and figure it out. Yeah, because, you know, Bragg's apple cider vinegar or whatever Katy perry bought that really mm-hmm. not too no long idea. ago yeah she bought that which is very random yeah Katy perry are you very passionate about apple cider vinegar maybe with the mother <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't know the holistic uh like crunchy community they were very upset whenever yet again another celebrity is purchasing i mean a large yeah yeah because we can't say that Braggs was really struggling. Right. You know? Right. So, I don't know. I think that there are a lot of easy parallels that can come with how people have a bad taste in their mouth for kundalini yoga and their ties to bhajang. Just because, you know, there are people that they don't go to church anymore because people of the church Ruined hurt it. them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So that is very true. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Very interesting story. I will still probably buy Yogi Tea though. Same. Well, I mean, partially because we don't have a huge, yeah, it's not like we have a whole aisle of nothing Mm -hmm. but tea selection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I do love the little, have a great day. Yeah. The little like mementos for the day. Uh huh. I don't think that was right. A clear mind. Is a good mind. <laughs> I totally just made that up. That reminded me of the episode of uh, SpongeBob 
whenever they were like, whenever all of the little SpongeBob's are like running around dumping everything because he only had to memorize the Krusty Krab formula or something like that. I feel like every episode we have something about SpongeBob gets brought up. SpongeBob is life. It. I mean, it is. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. That wraps up today's episode. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, and Patreon. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a five-star review, give us a thumbs up on YouTube, and hit that notification bell so you can get an alert every time a new episode drops. We'll see you next week, but in the meantime, 